yesterday we talked about the levels of world building, the container, the collective, and the character. Now today we're going to take a look just at the character level, because that's the level we're going to be at most frequently, given that your story is following the actions of a protagonist or a group of protagonists or multiple points of view or something. So we're most often going to work at how the character level fits into the larger levels above it. How the protagonist moves through the world is only part of the story. It's only part of what we're trying to do here. Because most critically, the world has to facilitate the character's arc. And that facilitation doesn't always need to be easy. It just needs to make it possible. And you need to be able to connect the character's arc to and through the world. Because if it doesn't, if the world doesn't propose challenges to that arc, if the world doesn't make that arc possible, if the world doesn't present access or obstacle or challenge or any kind of difficulty to it whatsoever, and it seems like the world building is not a factor in the character's arc, what's going to happen to the reader is going to feel like the story is disconnected, like you've just got this big flat space and the character's kind of moving around it and it doesn't matter if the big space is, you know, a spaceship or a kingdom or a city or just a box. It's going to feel disconnected and we want it to feel real. We want it to feel relatable. We want it to feel like you, the author, put some time and effort into this. That you sat down and were like, look, I'm trying to build a whole thing. I'm trying to paint this big ass picture. It matters. So here's how you make it matter. Look at the world, look at the, look at the rules it operates with, look at the groups that are a part of, look at the character and what they do. What's the character's arc? We're gonna back up half a step. Look at the character arc. Is it just a matter of I have to travel from my little cozy, you know, hobbit hole all the way to a volcano? Is it a matter of I have to break this story in the big city, I have to win my first case? I have to figure out who murdered the person? What's that character trying to do? And then how does this character grow and change over the course of doing it? So if we take a look at how the character is doing whatever they're doing and how it affects them and how it impacts them and what they have to learn and grow and challenge and change in order to get whatever they're trying to get done, how does the world make that possible? If your character is somebody who has to believe in themselves in order to accomplish a thing, win a championship, score a perfect test, graduate school, whatever it might be. If your character has to undergo some kind of internal personal transformation, how does the world make that happen? Is it because the world is full of jocks and nerds and the character is really just trying to get through the day? Is it a matter of your character needing to unify the, the disparate clans in order to stand up against the oppressive new army? Is it a matter of somebody's just got to figure out how to make it as a 20-something in the big scary world? Whatever it is, world building plays a part of that. What challenges does the world specifically give to the character? Like, shit is expensive. And the character doesn't have a lot of money. 
or in order to get from point A to point B, there's a lot of, t- it takes a lot of time to ride the Falcon powered gondola system from one part of the city to another, or it just takes a lot of time over the course of the day and it's really difficult and stressful and the character is pulled in a million billion directions over here and over there. And it's always sort of at the whim of traffic or, you know, if one little gear or cog is out of place, the whole domino system falls. I know I really just mixed my metaphor there, but I think you understand what I'm saying. How do things function? What challenges does the world present the character as part of the whole umbrella of why hasn't the character already completed their arc? The world is a part of that. Like if your character is afraid of boats and we have to put them on a boat in order to do the plot, how does that, how does that work for the character? How does that make them feel? If your character has to ultimately, you know, believe in themselves in order to, you know, win the state spelling championship, then how does the state spelling championship and spelling championships in general impact how the character feels. We want to take this not to a point where it's just the character uses this skill, that skill, and this other skill, but we want to take it to a spot where how the character feels. Because at some point, you're going to have to get in that character's head. You're going to have to develop the character's thinking so that the reader can connect to something other than, well, I'm watching a person spell words. Or I'm watching a person throw jewelry in a volcano. Or I'm watching a person swing a laser sword. You want to take it to a point of feelings. Readers relate to feelings more than they relate to actions. And it's a very strange, somewhat paradoxical thing that you're going to get more feelings out of your character when we look at the world building than you are if we just looked at the character in isolation. Where and how a character exists helps shape and determine what a character does and why they do it. I'm standing in a room in my house. I'm looking out at the neighborhood. It would not occur to me to get into a rocket ship and fly to Jupiter today. One, because that's just not feasible, even if it were feasible in my world. And two, I have no interest or awareness of it. If you were to tell me, hey, John, there are dragons everywhere. You just have to know how to look for them. And I didn't know that, then it wouldn't even occur to me. And that separation of known versus unknown or able versus unable is part of what helps drive the character, me, the character's thinking and feeling in and around a certain obstacle, challenge, or piece of evidence in the world building. Take it to how the character feels, and you will always get more reward and more benefit for the story outside of just, hey, here's what a character does. We're going to go to this planet. We're going to go to this kingdom. We're going to go over here. We're going to go over there. That's part of it, yes, but take it to the feelings, and you will get better rewards. So today, Take a look at your world building and see how it challenges the character. See how it makes things possible or accessible or inaccessible or difficult. And go through the the collective, go through the groups, go through the container level, go through the big picture, go through the individual challenges the character faces. If you want to do this at a scene level, that's fine. You don't have to, but just 
think about it broadly. Think about it just the character day to day. Make a list, sort out how the character feels and what works and what doesn't because of the world building. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.